Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Now you're putting the lovely perfume, smelling good. Hey, you got your miswak, top breath and everything. That's Jumma. Yeah, you got ship-shaped people. Ship-shaped like our Mufti Brahim Smith. Desi looking, mashallah, as powerful as ever. Mufti Brahim Smith, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell us, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful Jumma morning? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Shukran, mashallah. And our listeners, yes, indeed, a blessed Jumma for us. Uh, I'm coming to you live from a beautiful city of uh, Durban this week, uh, Shafat. Yeah, Durban is hosting the great Mufti from the Cape. Hey, I believe, uh, yeah, I got a message from the grapevine that you'll be giving your Jumma talk in a place called Um Shlanga, where the breakers are, <laughs> Mufti Saab. <laughs> yes, yeah, indeed, where the breakers are. But it's no holiday, Shafat. Uh, you know, Mother has <laughs> requested me to speak. So I thought, okay, let me go there. I thought I'm off, but uh, you're never off in, in the field, you know. Well, I hope he didn't lose a mufti there. He's never off in the street, no, no, but he's... I'm here. <laughs> I know what you did. You dropped your earphone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but alhamdulillah, mufti sahab. So you'll be giving your Juma. Any idea what your topic is? Uh, Shafat, they requested me to speak uh, general things, you know. So uh, I think that today I want to focus on uh, keeping uh, and holding steadfast onto the Quran and to the Sunnah of Rasulullah because we soon we're entering the beautiful month of Rabiul Awal as well. So I was thinking to speak about that, you know. A lovely topic indeed, uh, Mufti Saab. Your questions are flying through here. Uh, this one reads, Assalamu alaikum. Can a child adopt uh, the mother's uh, surname instead of the father's, uh, Mufti? It is permissible for a child to adopt or to use the mother's uh, surname. Uh, we find many examples also. Uh, one example coming to mind is the Muazzin, uh, the great Sahabi, Abdullah bin Ummi Maktoum, the blind Sahabi, radiallahu who used to make adhan during the lifetime of uh, Rasulullah, he has his mother's surname. Then we also find the son of Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu uh, from his other wife, Hanafiya, it, uh, that son also used his mother's surname. Uh, her name was Hanafiya, so he attributed his name to his mother. And then, of course, Ibn Taymiyyah and many other scholars as well. So it is permissible as long as the child's lineage, biological lineage to his father is known. It shouldn't be to conceal or to hide the father's uh, lineage or tracing it back to the father. Then it will not be permissible. Gee. Jazakallah for that. Is it permissible to wear night clothing? As someone said, it has religious connotations. Hey, I don't know Iblis or Mufti Sahib, you, you tell us. Uh, there's no religious connotations in our time, especially, uh, remember that, uh, swoosh, that sign, you know, that looks like a mark, that was only added roughly about seven years after the company was formed. So that specific design came seven years after they formed the company, and uh, it has no religious connotations to the Greek goddess. Uh, so yes, it is permissible for people to wear, if you are looking uh, for quality, etc., or you are an athlete uh, and you want to wear it, and buy it, etc., uh, stuff like that. You know, people have their own preferences nowadays, so then it will be permissible to wear G. 
Cardinal Sin here. Yusuf is absolutely right, uh, Mufti Saab. I didn't unmute the uh, button here in the studio, and yeah, you couldn't hear me for a few seconds. A kulu mafi to you and the listeners, and also uh, Yusuf. Uh, this question says, Assalamu alaikum. What is the minimum uh, number of rakats one can read for tahajjud? Jazakallah khair, uh, Mufti Saab. I know you, Mufti. You read the full 12, eh? <laughs> It depends on a person's well-being uh, and, of course, uh, the amount of time that a person has. So the minimum amount, uh, it will be two rakaats, you know. And remember, Salat al-Tahajjud, uh, there's a difference between that and between Qiyamul uh, Layl, what they call it, uh, or Night Salah, as it is known in English. So uh, Salat during the night, you can read any time after Isha. For Salat al-Tahajjud, you first have to sleep and then you have to get up from that sleep in order to make Salat al-Tahajjud. So there needs to be sleep between Isha and between Salat al-Tahajjud. So that is the first thing. Then the minimum amount of rakaats can be two rakaats and, uh, or four rakaats, whatever is easy for the person because it is uh, something that is nafal, it is not a compulsory. Uh, if a person voluntarily reads it, you know, then you will be rewarded for that. So whatever a person can manage to read, that uh, Allah will accept also from inshallah. I mean, uh, Mufti, as Muslims are living in a non-Muslim country, can we drink a non-alcoholic uh, beer to aid indigestion, Mufti? Yes, uh, Shafat, you have Kevascon, you have Rennes, you've got so many antacids there out there. Uh, I am sure that it is quite safe also to help you with the indigestion. Sometimes you can just make dietary changes also and cut down on the ghee and the tomato and spices, etc. Uh, that will also aid in indigestion. Or you can just add more fiber to your diet. And that will also aid in indigestion. There's no such thing as alcohol-free beer. It still contains trace amounts of alcohol up to 0.5% sometimes. And we know the hadith of uh, Jabir Galatlan that whatever uh, makes a person intoxicated in large quantities will be prohibited as well as in small quantities. So whether it's 0.5% or 5 or 10% alcohol in there, the ruling will still be the same. It is completely haram and impermissible. But non-alcoholic beer, they tell you that uh, they've removed all the alcohol, especially like uh, if you take coffee, for example, also Shafar, they call it decaffeinated, but there's still traces mm. of caffeine there as well. Uh, mm. People still get alcohol when they drink it uh, because it's not completely uh, decaffeinated. You know, the same with alcoholic, non-alcoholic beers. So the best would be to refrain uh, from that and find suitable alternative uh, things to help in, 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 in your indigestion, G. Assalamu alaikum, uh, Mufti Sahib. My wife has uh, passed away. Is my mother-in-law my mahram? Can I take her for hajj? Or as the Egyptians say, heg. Mufti? <laughs> yes, uh, Shafat. She will remain your mother-in-law uh, for the rest of your life. This is called hormatul abadiyya. Meaning it is permanent and perpetual. Uh, you will never be able to marry your mother-in-law. And because of that relationship, she will remain, uh, you can remain her mahram. So you can take, especially if there's no fear of fitna. You know, we're living in a very, very dangerous uh, time in uh, society nowadays. And we find so many cases also where there's relations between mother-in-law and son-in-law. All these things happening. So uh, if there's other people traveling with, inshallah, your wife, uh, or, or in this case, your wife has passed away, or you have your sister. You know, other people, females as well, then you can take your mother-in-law with you on Hajj if there is no uh, fitna that you anticipate, G. Uh, Mufti Saab, I tell you, this button here is sticky, man. Very sticky. Uh, Yusuf, uh, what, what do we do? We have to wipe it here, yeah. Anyway, Mufti Saab, uh, the questions are flying in, and uh, that's why I think the buttons are jumping here too. Is it... Uh, 
Uh, is it okay to be a communist or vote for a communist party, Mufti Saab? Communism doesn't have any place in Islam. A respected listeners, we should understand that the principles and foundations of communism are based on principles which are against Islam. You have to reject Allah. You have to reject the Elijah, our supreme creator, and you have to believe in policies uh, that are founded on, on what communism is founded. So it is not permissible to be a communist in Islam, and that's why it is not uh, permissible to vote for a communist party, because voting is an intercession. You're interceding on behalf of the people of the particular party. So when you are promoting and interceding on behalf of a party that fosters Aram and uh, that promotes all these uh, things that Islam is prohibited, then you will have a share in uh, the evil that they do and promote and likewise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take you to task for that. So vote for someone who is good, someone who's Muslim, someone who's upright, someone who is straight, you know, uh, things like that because election uh, season is near. And uh, if you can do that, inshallah, then uh, of course your vote will be a means of reward for you. If you cannot do that, then it's best then to abstain from voting. Okay? When is the Honorable uh, Shafat and the Mufti doing a roadshow together? Hey, that got me off guard and I just read it, Yusuf. <laughs> Hey, Shafat, did I leave? You're the expert in the roadshows. You've done many in the past. You came with the late Sheikh Ahmadida, Rahimullah Ta'ala, to Cape Town. Very, very successful roadshows you've had in the past. You know, so I think when all this uh, COVID thing, uh, when it uh, blows over, inshallah, and uh, and it becomes, uh, or things return back to normal, and uh, I think then we uh, really or seriously uh, start planning this, you know, uh, speak to the the station manager as well, and then uh, sort of form a roadshow taking us from one place to another. Inshallah, maybe, yeah, quite a few programs. Uh, Yusuf has given me a big smile about that. Assalamu alaikum, Bufti. I see a lot of uh, the new generation calling themselves a non-binary. They don't want to identify as a man or a woman. What are your thoughts? I think Yamath is very near, Mufti. Yes, indeed, that is part of Alamat, as they call it in Arabic, you know, part of the great signs of Tiyama, where a male or a female will not identify with the gender that Allah has chosen for that person. Uh, she started off with a metro man and, and all these other funny things that the people came uh, up with, you know, so, so much so that you can't differentiate uh, between a man and a woman nowadays, uh, some men. Uh, they will also wear a certain type of makeup and uh, they also look like females and vice versa. So all these things are part of uh, the signs of Qiyamah. And it is also part of the ploy of shaitan because he says, uh, you know, I will command them to such an extent that, uh, that they will alter the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are trouble and worrying times for Ashraf. We really, really need to make tawbah and turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in sincere repentance before a punishment will overtake us all and none of us shall escape. Gee. Alhamdulillah, looking at this uh, message from Amma Chunara, and he says, uh, you're eating too much rosewood honey. That's why the buttons are sticky. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of, uh, yeah, that's why it's all uh, causing it here. And uh, Ahmed, yeah, really appreciate that. And, uh, uh, you know, Allah bless you. You put a big smile on the dial here, Ahmed Chunara. <laughs> uh, he's absolutely right. Too much of honey there, Mufti Saab, and I hey, really caused it there. Well, uh, looking at your questions, uh, Mufti Saab, hey. This one says, uh, with the move uh, to level one, can we expect future lockdown levels to climb again? Hey, you playing, uh, you know, snake and ladders, up the ladder and down the ladder. I don't know what's, what's going on here. I'm <laughs> 
I can tell you what's going on. I don't think uh, you need uh, intelligence to figure out what is happening. Uh, the move to level one is purely political to accommodate uh, the voters so that uh, the government cannot be blamed for allowing scores in hordes of people coming out to, ele- uh, to the elections, you know. So that's why COVID and all the strains of COVID, uh, they're going on uh, some sort of vacation until uh, mid-December or so. And then uh, they will hit us again like last year with uh, level two, three, four, etc. when a new strain become available. So this is all part of the ploy in the plan of uh, the political uh, uh, parties out there. Otherwise, people won't come out to vote because they'll be too scared they'll get infected. See, Shafat, now for this, for voting, uh, there's, uh, there's still the amount of people that are dying is still a lot. The amount of case cases is still a lot. We used to have level five those days when one or two people passed away. Now 100, 200 people pass away daily, and uh, we're moving to level one. So people out there, you have to make some uh, sense of all of this, you know, and you can see what is happening also, G. Mufti Saab, is it permissible to assist a struggling couples with home loans? Will I be rewarded for that? You will be rewarded if you guide them towards non-interest-bearing loans. So you cannot guide them towards RIBA-based banks where you uh, be the cause that these people will be indebted with uh, usually an interest in paying 20 years of a home loan of 500000 which will cost 2.5 million at the end of the day. You know, if you can guide them towards sound Islamic finance or uh, Islamic financial institutions, uh, where there's uh, Ijara and Mudaraba and all these other type of Islamic transactions are happening, uh, then, of course, you will be rewarded because you are preventing them from falling into sin. But if you guide them towards uh, usury, etc., then you will be a partner in uh, the crimes that uh, they commit and it is engaging in interest of what protect us all, G. Mufti Saab, some are saying that those who took the vaccine should do cupping afterwards. What is your thoughts? Good question. It's a very, very good question. I've seen some of uh, the, the RBD, you know, those in the Hakims, those people that deal with uh, uh, homeopathic and medicine, etc. They're advocating and telling the people that uh, in the unfortunate event that you were coerced or forced, uh, to take the jab and the vaccine that you should go for cupping and uh, in that way you will reduce the number of spike proteins that your body has uh, created because of this uh, vaccine. So yes, you can do that. I don't think that it will serve much benefit uh, because uh, you've implanted a factory in your body that will continuously uh, produce the spike protein. There's no off switch for that. So it is not only in your blood, it also the spike protein goes to many of your organs. That's why you will suffer from uh, myocarditis and pericarditis and Julian Barre and all these other type of diseases uh, that comes from taking the vaccine. But it is certainly worth uh, trying, Shafat. Uh, any alternatives out there nowadays, we have to encourage the people, especially if it is all natural. Salaam alaikum. Uh, can we enter into an interest loan uh, that is uh, useless? <laughs> Okay, and inflation linked. We know the, the views about that, but uh, once again, Mufti uh, uh, Smith, you can uh, you know uh, fortify your thoughts. Yes, Shafat, it's not permissible at all to enter into such uh, transactions because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Remember, Allah declared war upon a person uh, in who engages in uh, the Rasulullah has declared war upon a person that has to enter into such uh, contracts, especially voluntarily. So now you have to find the, in the East, uh, Islamic alternatives available out there, even if it gets private financing also uh, borrowed from a person, a Muslim person, we know you 
I won't have to pay back the interest in service charges, etc., and all these other things, uh, and words that other guys, but we know the foundation of that is total interest in uh, usury. So please refrain from that. You're going to end up losing everything that you have worked for in life. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Can a Muslim believe in karma? Please explain. Karma, Shafat, we don't believe in all these ideologies. You know, karma is a belief where your past deeds will affect your present situation or your future life. So if you smack someone yesterday, then you will be smacked today, except all of these things. And many other beliefs they have as well. Islam does not believe uh, in that. You know, we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in charge of all the conditions. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down conditions uh, accordingly to how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wish and desire. Uh, yes, we have the ability to make dua. And only du'a can avert certain situations. But uh, believing in the concept of karma, that is against the Islamic belief of Qadr and Qadha in Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So please also uh, refrain from uh, these things. Stick to the Qur'an, stick to the Sunnah. You'll be a happy person. And when you die, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be happy and pleased with you also, Ji. Ji, Mufti Sabah, you should make me laugh. He says, what goes around comes around. It's a boomerang. And Mufti? Yes, uh, Shafat, <laughs> yes, uh, that <laughs> was the title of, of, of music uh, that the people used to sing those days. And I think because of that uh, musical influence, people started believing also in what comes around, goes around, G. <laughs> you know the boomerang. Hey, hit a miss, it'll knock <laughs> your head. Thank you, the boomerang. Mufti Sab, this question says, uh, My husband is unkind uh, with me despite me trying my best. Any advice? Sad indeed there, Mufti. Yes, uh, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَعَاشِرُهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ That we should be good and kind to our spouses, to our wives. It is actually a sin, Shafa, to be unkind and to be terrible and horrible with your wife, you know. We can be kind with so many people outside of our homes, outside of our houses. We'll smile with every person, but uh, we fail to do the same for that halal uh, being that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, given into uh, our care. So be kind to them because that woman uh, always made so much effort and sacrifice and uh, sort of helped you where you are today. So uh, give gratitude, uh, be thankful and grateful. Perhaps you will dislike one quality of her, but Allah has placed a lot of other good in her as well. And being kind to our spouses, that is the actual uh, sunnah of uh, Rasulullah, he used to be very, very kind uh, to his beloved wife. So we should learn the seerah, we should learn from the teachings of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi Mufti Saab, this question says, is mental or emotional abuse grounds for a woman to ask for a divorce? Yes, it is grounds if it puts a woman in such a uh, condition and state whereby she needs to get uh, psychiatric help or she will have to be put on certain types of uh, medication, anti-anxiety medication, antidepressants, and uh, the doctor has, uh, needs to prescribe it. Or, you know, uh, it breaks her down emotionally and she could end up uh, being uh, schizophrenic or end up being bipolar because of uh, emotional abuse and uh, emotional uh, torture. But there needs to be a really valid ground she found and she needs to prove that, that the husband has uh, been abusing her emotionally uh, uh, as opposed to uh, physical abuse. You know? So if you have all the proof, and uh, then you can go forward to your local ulama body and apply for a fasakh, which is an annulment of your marriage G. Well, you heard that. Yeah, you got a problem. Go to your local ulama body and apply. Uh, this question says here, 
Assalam, me and my wife want to perform Akika for our adopted son. Will it be permissible or not, Mufti Saab? Shifat is not compulsory for, for adopted parents to do that for their adopted son. But if they do it voluntarily also, there will be no harm, no sin upon them, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward them for that, you know. So if the child is still young, then there's no harm in that they can do it if they have the means and the resources to do that. We won't discourage them from doing that at all, okay? Mufti Saba, what is Kust Hindi? Hey! I hope this is not a Bollywood question here for Shah Rukh Khan and all this. Hey, Mufti, what's that? Mufti, Hindi. Shafat, it's only we refer to to Tibbi Nabawi, you know, to prophetic medicines. Then we'll be much happier and there'll be less side effects in our body also. Mufti, Hindi is one of those things that Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, has actually encouraged the ummah especially the mothers to give to their children when they suffer from uh, throat infections, uh, tonsillitis, etc. Uh, there's uh, cures for seven types of diseases in there. As uh, Rasulullah Sallam has uh, mentioned, and you get two. You get Kust al-Bahri, which is, of course, the white one, and then you get Kust uh, al-Hindi. It comes from from, uh, from from India, that side, you know. But there's a lot of benefits. It, uh, it helps with diarrhea. It helps with the intestinal worms, coughs, colds, flu, headaches, uh, asthma, etc. All these things. Rasulullah Sallam has uh, told the Ummah that, uh, to use uh, this uh, particular thing. You know, even pleurisy, it will help. It, it's mentioned in uh, the Hadith in the Sahih al-Bukhari. So if you get your hands on that, inshallah, then try to use that, especially for COVID-19 also. It will help you uh, uh, clear up uh, your, 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 uh, you know, your respiratory tract and uh, whatever blockages there is as well. It will help in assisting that. But you have to believe in this because it comes from the Kalam of Rasulullah Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. I've been listening to your last three questions. Very interesting. But I want to know, is uh, are men allowed to divorce when they are put through mental or emotional abuse? Because this is on the rise now. Mufti Saab. Yes, that's a very good question. You must remember, for a woman to prove a case, to get out of a marriage, uh, she requires shari dalil, meaning there needs to be a valid shari grounds uh, for her to exit her marriage. For, for men, it is slightly different because men are the holders of the actual nikah on uh, uh, as, as, as we can uh, say, you know. So if they feel uh, that they are abused or they have a valid reason also, then they may exit uh, their marriage and uh, they can uh, pronounce the divorce, but also in good measure, you know. Uh, I always say, Shafar, that if people separate, they should do it amicably because our love has brought them together, you know. So, so in that case, don't depart in such an anger state that you're going to hate that person because uh, there were times that your life were... Uh, actually memorable also. You had special moments and happy moments. So it wasn't all doom uh, in uh, your marriage uh, life, you know. So if you want to exit, there's no problem exit, but in a beautiful way also, G. Uh, lovely Nafsiya there, Mufti Saab. I really enjoyed you. And uh, perhaps your parting words uh, this morning. Yes, Rashafat, indeed it is a beautiful day of uh, Jumu'ah, send abundant durood upon our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I will be at the Umslanga Masjid later on, inshallah. If there's any people to meet and greet, then I will meet them. That's it. Jazakum la khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. To our Mufti Ibrahim Smith, uh, lovely questions from you. Really, as listeners of uh, Sirius FM, we embrace you. We also celebrate you for the lovely questions you give us, uh, not only to Mufti Saab only, uh, but to all our guests.
Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.